you tend to be discouraged in the daily moments or find the day to be mundane, we are here to encourage you, providing nourishment of word and spirit through every day in every season. We believe God did not call you, anoint you, and set you apart to live in an ordinary way. We're here to talk about how to bring the victory God gives in the practical every day. Like laundry, friendships, PB&J making, budgeting, church life, healing, and conflict resolution. I mean, who gets that last piece of pie or sit shotgun? Even in all these things, you can live like more than a conqueror. We are your hosts. I am Christine Janes. And I am Jocelyn DeWitt. This is Devoted Devoted in in the the Daily. This podcast is sponsored by Train and Truth. It can be such a challenge to apply what the Word of God says to our messy lives, right? But it doesn't have to be. The truth is you can live each moment in the grace and the authority God has given you. Here's the thing. You either sweat in training or bleed in battle. Putting some sweat into training in the truth of God's Word will help to avoid all that unnecessary bleeding because the battles of life are inevitable. Train in Truth helps you to work the right muscles in your mind and emotions to make the decisions that create the reality that you want to live, filled with truth. Start training now on the Train in Truth web app at train-in-truth.passion.io or find out more at trainintruth.com. All links mentioned today can be found on this episode's webpage as well. Okay, so we're going to talk about motherhood. It's the Hood series. This is our last episode in the Hood series. Last episode. And it's all about motherhood. Motherhood. So two moms sitting at the conversation, both with four kids in tow. Uh-huh. Eight in total. Yippers. <laughs> we have yet to like get them all together. Yeah, that'll be an adventure. Yeah, that'll be an adventure. Okay. All right. So so let's dive in. When we uh, think about motherhood. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you know, nothing will teach you humility and servanthood as much as motherhood. Yeah. In, uh, in, in. The last series, Sisterhood, we talked about iron sharpening iron. And I tell you what, it's like having four little irons mm-hmm. that sharpen, sharpen, sharpen. That are, um, yeah, it teaches you a lot. It really does. It brings out a lot of things, which figure out how to dive into. How do we dive into How this? do we dive in? There's so many avenues to talk about when it comes to motherhood. And there's so much content already out there about motherhood, honestly. Oh my goodness, all the forums, all the different ideas, all the techniques, all the... Oh, yes. What's the right way to mother? What's the formula? There's no formula. (laughs) There's no formula to motherhood. It is just diving and do and... It's serious. It's true because there's just no one... There's no one right way because there's no... Each child is so different. Each... Per, each mom is so different mm-hmm. and and we go through different seasons and we have different marriages or not married or you know everything is radically different for each person environments and i think this is why the mom 
like mom shame, mom comparison is so prevalent because all everybody is just working from their own experiences and looking at other people and there's all these different perspectives and judgments that that and ideas and ideas that we hold. Mm-hmm. And something that works great for one person isn't going to work great for another. No. But we do have one example who shows us how to parent well. And that is Christ. Christ. Who, you know, his discipline mm-hmm. is and his love mm-hmm. and his grace and his guidance and his nurturing nature. Um, that's our example for parenting. Okay. At least the one that I take. Yeah. You know, and spiritual parents and my real parents. Right. We have... I'm just thinking of Christ having a kid as a like, Jesus. <laughs> like Jesus didn't have a kid. I, I meant I meant God. You meant Father God. I meant Father God. Yeah. That's what I meant. <laughs> but that would have been great to see, man, how Jesus would parent here on the earth. Oh, I'm sorry. No, yes. that's okay. No, that's great. Um, yes, Father God. It's a good parent. Yeah. Um, okay, so what I wrote down for motherhood is that we are to be a modeling of faith and character and a training of wisdom. Okay. That's what I wrote down for the goal of, of motherhood. Like my daily. Yeah. Kind of. I mean, what else can we do? Devotion to motherhood. Right. And nurturing. Right. But to live out my. I try really hard to live out my walk in front of my kids so they can see what living uh, living a devoted life is yeah right letting them see and be witness and be a part of yeah a devoted life yeah and bringing into yeah i remember trying to do devotions or you know sitting down and having like opening the bible and doing all of that with four boys and it just... how do you do that with four we boys? don't you don't honestly i don't and i let myself off the hook with that mm-hmm. and stopped doing it Um, but what we do, what I do is, I mean, I'm in the word every day. Mm -hmm. I'm talking to the Lord every day. I'm praying Mm -hmm. every day. And so, and I pray over my kids every day. Mm -hmm. Well, honestly, I don't like, it's not like this specific, sometimes I don't out loud, you know, it's like, but normally like on the way to school, I'll pray over them. If we see an ambulance, we pray. Um, I just kind of, it's just automatic and it's just part of who I am and what I do. And so I just bring my kids into it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so when a situation comes up, um, we just bring, we just talk about Jesus and we talk about scriptures in, in that situation. Okay. Not like every situation. It's not like, what really you're telling me you don't seek the Lord in every single situation perfectly. You're seeing with your four kids. No, totally. And showing yourself grace in that first off. Yeah. Right. Um, I'm definitely the same way. A big one for me and my kids is on our way to school, we put the armor on every single day. Oh, yeah. And that's just routine. Mm-hmm. And it's not, it, it became routine. And then the Lord was like, hey, we got to shake this up a little bit. Right. So it's not just. Because you don't want the formula. Right. And so I started having every child a different day pray the armor over us. And then they would pray it differently, you know. Yeah. That's cool. That was kind of fun. Yeah. And really inviting the Lord to. To like teach them how yeah. to stand guard and know that they're bringing value into a place and they need to be guarded in and we're sending them forth, yep. you know, to do his work is cool. It is cool. Exciting. Yeah. But yeah. 
living devoted, teaching them how to live devoted by just doing it in front of them yeah. and exemplifying it. Yeah. And taking the expectations, we talk about expectations a lot, off the table uh, of what motherhood is supposed to look like yeah. or be or, and accepting the fact that it's different seasons. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And honestly, I'm in the season where my, my youngest just turned 10. So sweet. My oldest is 14. And so it's like we are in this new season where they are all so independent and able Mm. to do, to do so much on their own and they don't need me nearly as much anymore. And I have so much more freedom Mm -hmm. uh, in my time and my thoughts and my, all of those things. And it's just, it's really beautiful. And I remember like we were camping when we were camping, just thinking that I'm like in this season of, of reaping some of what I've sown into my boys, Mm. um, watching them grow and become, you know, go out into the world and start like my oldest has got two jobs. Now my 14 year old is off working jobs and it's just, it's just cool to see. And then we go camping and, um, I'm not setting up any tents, right? You know, like the boys do so much. That's so cool. And it's really, it's a really, it's a sweet season to be in. That is a sweet season to be in, to see what you've sown. And then now to just be in a place of reaping. I mean, there's plenty of ugly well, yeah. that we still have to do. Well, you're sewing different now. You're sewing into different yes. things now. Yeah. It's transitioned into something yeah. else. Yeah. I've got a bunch of tweens right now, mm-hmm. which we both do, but yeah. girls. So you have four yeah, my boys. Boys are so different than girls. <laughs> and I have one son who's 12 right now and um, three girls, a 10, a 8, and a 7. So there is a lot of emotion yeah. that is running high and rampant in the house. Mm-hmm. And so grace is a really big thing in the house and having compassion and not um, being quick to speak and being quick to anger any of those things because it can be kind of tiring. Kind of? <laughs> it can be kind of tiring. It is tiring. I'm just going to say it. It is exhausting and tiring and weary to hear three girls talk. Oh, yeah. And cry. and. Yeah argue and bicker and because they're different than boys but it's yeah boys it's more i mean there's (laughs) there's a lot of really dumb talk yeah oh yeah there's the gruesome there's the like just idiotic honestly (laughs) i don't even know what that's like (laughs) the most ridiculous things (laughs) I just world? have got to do like I just tuned it out and like the farting and the yeah no we don't have any really any of that poop and no oh my gosh none of those are discussions that's really. nice <laughs> it's different it's, it's different, different. <laughs> it's very very different um but right now I'm in a season of pouring into my kids because for a long time you know for the first what, for the last five years, we've been surrendered to the Lord, walking with the Lord. And so for half, some of them, you know, my son, half of his life was without the Lord being in our home. Yeah. And that was crucial, crucial time. And so trying to like renew his mind and allow him to have new perspective and give him new hope in Christ and, and 
you know, in his salvation and in his own walk and letting him learn how to walk that out. Same with my daughters, because that's, it's just a whole new experience. Yeah. Well, and as they get older too. Yeah. And letting them have the questions and. And ask the questions. doubts and letting them walk through their own, their own faith journey. Yes. It's, um been interesting and fun and it's so fun to watch them be curious yeah right and and teach them all the things about how to live a devoted life right you know on the daily (laughs) in the daily it's true it's just true um and we do that by living out our faith in our our life openly i don't know if you've ever been in a spot where you just can't take it anymore there's just too much going on me for me. I, I mean, we both have four kids, so the stimulation <laughs> is constant. Yes. And to be able to tap out for a minute mm-hmm. is, I think, really important. I mean, there have been times where, you know, I'm uh, I'm okay with yelling. I have four boys and if I were to try and nicely communicate, stop hitting your brother, it just doesn't work. Like I have to holler to get their attention. You have to raise your voice to get I it. have to raise my Not voice. Not in a place of anger, but out of a place to like change the atmosphere to that grab attention. That would be attention. nice if most, if it was always, <laughs> if it was never out of anger, but sometimes it's like mama bear comes out, you know, like stop pestering my boy. Even though you're my boy too, I, yeah. Right. Um, but that, you know, it doesn't always, it's not effective all the time. Like the behaviors, like you have to be consistent, right? In your discipline. Mm-hmm. And where am I going with this? There have been times where I have like just pulled over and gotten out of the car and taken a breath. So have I. So oh, many times where yes. I'm like, You guys are out of control and I like, I'm going to either lose it on you or I'm going to just start crying or like I need to take a beat. Mm -hmm. And when I am quiet and I pull over and I get out of the car and because most of the time I'll make them get out of the car and like run a lap or two. Mm -hmm. But if it's me, (laughs) it changes the the atmosphere. Oh yeah. They're like, oh man, we have pushed mom the limits yes i definitely have done that just pulled over and sat there there have been times where i will just uh, like i've dropped on the floor and just said jesus <laughs> right in the middle of the chaos like that changes the atmosphere it does and that's and we're being 100 percent honest here because i've definitely done it multiple multiple times or if you go catch me taking a shower in the middle of the day yeah out of nowhere if i have a full face i could have a full face on my hair could be totally curled and my kids are out of control because of who knows why, uh, you know, because life. And I go and say, I need to take a shower. Like that's, they're like, oh, like yeah. she needs some space to like shut her mind off and come down and like relax and be in a place where I can go talk to the Lord in the middle of the day. And I do do that. Yeah. And pull the car over and drop yeah. to the floor. And I think it's okay for like, I know all of our personalities are different and some people really want to be with their kids mm-hmm. more often than not. Mm-hmm. Um, but to, to say that we have limits, I think is okay. It's a hundred percent. Okay. Sometimes there's this pull to like, 
feel like we have to show up. We have to be there for them in order to, for them to feel loved. And we just can't always be that. We have to let the Lord step in um, in certain areas because we're not him. Well, like we can't be that all the time. <laughs> we have limits. Yes. This is bringing me. I parented out of guilt for a little while when I first surrendered to the Lord after my divorce. Like mm-hmm. I was parenting out of guilt, um, trying to do all the things, be all the things, show up for all the things, you know, take them to do everything. Like I was just like trying to make it up to them that now they had a single mom. And um, then, and the Lord let me kind of wrestle my way through that for a little while. But then he came over me one day and said, Jocelyn, like, it's time to put your foot down. It's time for you to date. I didn't mean to say date. Um, it's time for you to demand respect. And as you choose into that, I will and choose to stand with that stance that you deserve respect because I have said, hmm. respect your mother and father. Yep. Honor your mother and father. Yep. I will work in their hearts for that. But you have to start putting your foot down. And I was like, what? And he, he just came over to me and said, you're not going to hurt them. Like you are not going to cause them damage by putting your foot down and letting me be the father that they will have for the rest of their life. I need them to have a relationship with me and let me correct them by you getting out of the way and letting me come in their heart and work. So I started kind of pulling back a little bit and saying, you are disrespecting me. And I need you to go take a minute and I'm going to take a minute and you can go talk to God and I'll go talk to God and we'll come back together when we're both ready. And that he did. He, he, he started working in their hearts when I started getting out of his way. Ooh. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's changed the trajectory of my parenting. It's changed the trajectory of their relationship with the Lord. Yeah. Another thing that I do is that he told me, start, Having them repent to me before they come to you and apologize. Ooh, yeah. Take, let them take ownership for their mistakes and learn that I am a good father and that my correction is good and my correction is healthy and my correction isn't condemning, right? Like, I love the fact that the Lord wants us and our nurturing nature as moms to like, love them well and and comfort them and and lead them and show them wisdom and faith and courage and strength and all these different things and provide for them. But also the fact that he wants us to stand and demand that we deserve respect and honor. Yep. Just as their elders do, just as their brothers and sisters do, like we're that example for them to practice on (laughs) how to respect and honor those around us. Well, and what's one of the the Ten Commandments that has the blessing is exactly. honor your father and mother so that it will go well with you. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. Exactly. So I, I think that's a very important thing. Yes. For us to remember. And I think, honestly, another aspect that a lot of us women deal with is control yeah maybe she said said that control when it comes to you know all the aspects of our kids we want to protect we want to 
guide. We want everything to go well with our kids. And so sometimes there's this, mm-hmm. like where we have to let go. Well, and yeah, yeah. Let natural consequences. Take course. Take course, yeah. Just as we've needed in our own life. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And and that plays into the fact that once we have knowledge and wisdom, we have to, we're responsible for that. We have knowledge and wisdom that God is a correcting God, but he's also loving. And we, he wants to do the same with our kids. And so we, <laughs> we got to let that unfold in a really good way. And that way, when we let go and let God, what, what's built? Trust, mm. obedience, faith, character, perseverance. You know, there's value in that. Right. So we have to do the same over in our, over our children, for our children. Hmm. Yeah. So there's a lot of conflicts that I don't try to resolve, resolve between my kids. Um, yeah. Let, let them, let the natural consequences come. And I'm like, you're both wrong. How am I supposed to, I, I don't know. It could be very hard to navigate those conflict situations. It can be really hard. And try not to be the one to resolve it. Lately, I've been trying to teach my kids the law of reaping and sowing. Mm-hmm. Right? In their arguments. So, like, you're having an expectation of your sister. And I I let them duke it out, kind of. And then sometimes I'm like, okay, so you're expecting something out of her out of because you're offended. And I'll just plant a little seed and then I'll... It's usually like the next day where it's still going, right? Because they're bickering back and forth and arguing. And and then they end up reaping what they sowed. Mm-hmm. And really using those as examples to like teach them those core like bottom-based things. That like you can't just have an offense and hold it against somebody. Yes. Yeah. Because now you're reaping it. Yeah. Instead of trying to resolve the issue for them, but instead letting them see the wisdom of it. Yes. Yep. I've had those conversations as well. Like these relationships aren't going away. (laughs) What is happening now can affect you, this relationship, 20, 30 years from now. Right. That's, here's another one. Really looking at our children as a, a blessing and not sitting in the lack of or the struggle, like focusing on. The fact that they are a blessing and not complaining about it. Yeah, there's a huge trend to just whine and complain about our kids and how hard it is to mother. Um, you know what I mean? <laughs> and it's such a temptation because it is hard. It is so hard. Mm-hmm. Um, and our kids, they're dealing with their flesh and we are, and we get to be front we are the, we're the, we view and see firsthand them dealing with their flesh. And Struggling. we are actually commissioned to help them deal with their flesh, mm-hmm. to teach them about it on and how to deny it and how to. I love that you said it like that. I really. It's, I... it's just, we're just learning. We're all learning. And you, and when we can acknowledge that we deal with our flesh as well and how much, 
how they have so much littler they have little perspective and mm -hmm. they haven't they we have had dealt with our flesh for so long mm -hmm. and we still are dealing with it right i have 40 years <laughs> my kid only has 12 so for me to expect him to not be struggling the way he is is very unfair very unfair mm -hmm. or to roll my eyes at it or to be so fed up now yes it's part of like it is it's frustrating and we have to there is a place for venting about those things but i think we also need to guard our kids and we have to um we have to just respect and and honor yeah they are our brothers and sisters in christ mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and they have the same grace that we have mm -hmm. and deserve it yeah that's beca because of what jesus has exactly done. exactly and so yeah to be able to to celebrate our kids for for the blessing that they are and the honor that it is to to get to see this story and this this person that god has used us to create like it's just it is beautiful and that's something that we need to be more vocal about i think and honest you know if we're sitting in a place of yeah vocal and just open about how it's a it is an easy temptation to just complain and struggle and be like openly talking about all the negatives. Yeah. Right. When in reality, there are so many positives, so many amazing, amazing things. Like my son was a has sensory processing disorder. So we spent a long time in therapy and I sure I had days where I complained. Yes. <laughs> because we were in therapy for, um, five years straight. Well, six, it was six years. And, that's many different forms of therapy, many different days of the week consistently for that long. And it was exhausting and it was time restraining on the schedule. You couldn't just go camping on a whim. You couldn't just do a lot of things. Um, and I could have easily complained and I probably did many, many times, but in reality, there's so many good things that were unfolding during that time. And now we're sitting in a place of like huge, beautiful fruit where he's like a radically different kid. Hmm. and we have relationships we wouldn't have had had we had those things and i remember that's during the time where i surrendered the lord and the lord just said thank me for the hard things in this space like you could complain about this you could yeah. you could easily you got to be here at 7 a.m or 8 a.m or whatever in the snow and dragging four kids and it's miserable yeah <laughs> it was miserable and the complaining trying to keep kids occupied for three hours you know two hours yeah while your son's in therapy is hard, but like thanking God for providing the resources and thanking God yeah. for giving me the opportunity, opening the door, like having to sit in a place of thankfulness instead of a place of complaining was like my saving grace. Mm -hmm. I mean, gratitude changes everything. It does. It, it really does. It There's so much science behind that as well like the scripture is obvious but you've got yeah it's just truth and and the fact that i mean all our kids go through some things and the lord says that we're equipped and capable to do it and even if we don't feel like we are he will provide what we need to get through it yeah and even them. if that's somebody else and support from outside exactly that's like so huge to re i just remember 
when I felt like that permission that that I didn't need to homeschool and that I could mm. get the help from mm -hmm. from other teachers and from schools. I mean, the real the just it was gorgeous when I got to see it play out and like oh, I'm not in this alone. You know, I mean, my I had a husband to walk alongside of me in this this parenting journey, but there's so many times where he's not here. He's, you know, he's out working, providing. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times it was me and our family wasn't around. And so anyway, having both the church family and then community, as far as other teachers and schools, um, the blessing that that was. Yeah. It was a really big deal. Yeah, really big deal. Something the Lord stuck on me to to bring up today was trusting God with our kids. And I was like, really? You want me to talk about trusting trusting you with my kids? And, and the reality, it, I've had to, you know, have time, huge chunks of time away from my kids as a single mom. And... Because they are with your, their... because they're with their dad, and you, as a mama, you kind of get protective and yeah, right, and you kind of just want to like hedge them and protect them from this world. But the Lord really had to come over me and say, like, these are my kids first, and I, and and I need you to trust me to take care of them, and I need you to trust me to to hedge them, and I need you to trust me to send angels to guard them and like that your prayers and your prayer covering does matter. Yep. You know, and I think oftentimes for a little while I was kind of struggling. Like, how do I just let my kids go? And God was like, you have me. Yeah. Like you, you, you have me. Yep. And that was, that was something for me too, as I even just let them go to school. Yeah. And it wasn't like even a whole weekend that I was going away from them. But to be able to, like the Lord just was like, you just cover them in prayer. Mm -hmm. And to know and trust them that God, God's going to protect them. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It can be a and, challenge. And to be able to trust that. Right. Yeah. And they're going to encounter things that we don't know, that we can't that that we they're going to encounter things in their life because they have their own story and they're going to have their own struggles and we can't protect them from all the things they need to go through it mm -hmm. and trusting the lord and we could just be guiding guiding them in prayer along the way yeah. right mm -hmm. teaching them how to put their armor on teaching them how to lean on god when they're lonely like that's one of my biggest things with one of my girls is well what do i do if i feel like you know a certain way if I feel lonely or I'm scared or I just want to come home. And I said, the Lord is your comforter, mm -hmm. you know, teaching them to lean on him. Yep. During any time, even this happens, just dropping them off at school where she's just like, I don't really like, I'm just kind of feeling lonely today. Yeah. Well, the Lord's your comforter. You have the Holy spirit. He goes everywhere with you. Let him comfort you. And, and I think that's part of us letting go and letting God Yep. as moms to really let the Lord Show them who he really is and dazzle them in his own way. Exactly. You know? Yeah. Getting out of God's way so he can be God and show them that he is radically in love with them. Yeah. Just as we are. And even more so. Yeah. Praying that they have experiences with him. Oh, yes. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Being a praying mom. 
I remember one time, one of my kids, <laughs> um, he was, he was pretty little, um, maybe six or seven. And he made the comment that God doesn't do miracles anymore. Mm. And I just like, I can say, oh, sure he does. Um, but I was just had to start praying, Lord, that you would give him a miracle that he would be able to experience one firsthand and see that you do miracles still. Um, anyway, I, I remember praying that and then Did I don't he experience something. Well, a week or so later, our turtle died. Oh, well, <laughs> and my, I didn't expect that. My husband put him out in the trash. What? <laughs> and we hadn't told the kids. And then I'm like, I remember just being in the kitchen and him like kind of whispering at me and this turtle and he had done it like hours before. And, and, and then it occurred to me, I'm like, we could pray over her turtle. Yeah. What if we did that? And my husband, I can't believe he went along with it, but he did. And he <laughs> brought the turtle back in and we got the garbage yep. can. Yep. <laughs> Uh, the outside garbage <laughs> and we just got around him and prayed for him and it was right before bed so we you know did all the talk about it and we just gathered around and we we're like okay we trust the lord with this and we're going to contend for the turtle and i remember sending out all these texts to my girlfriend <laughs> please lord turtle <laughs> they were uh, laughing at me but um, he did. He came back alive. Really? Yep. I mean, uh, Dave did a little research and we had him out and we were like doing different things to try and revive him. Um, but yeah, he came back. He's still alive and kicking. Oh my gosh. Yep. That's the best. It's pretty cool. So I don't know if that is anything that really transformed Cooper's perspective on miracles, but... I was ready to be a vessel to prompt and to, and I still pray that, that he does experience that in his, in his life. But I think a, a seven year old, a six year old who gets to experience that is pretty fun. Oh man. My, <laughs> my daughter, when we first started going to church, she just, the night before church this is so funny. The night before church, she was like, well, and we just started praying. Well, Jesus. I would really like some cupcakes. Like, it would just be nice if there were cupcakes at church tomorrow. And she's all about cupcakes. And I just kind of giggled. And I was right. like, okay, Lord, like, if you want cupcakes. And this is when she started walking, like, started, like, kind of choosing into praying. And she hadn't surrendered yet, but was kind of seeing the Lord a little bit. And we walk into church and there are tears. <laughs> like, <laughs> cupcake tears all over the wall with white and chocolate you know, white and chocolate cupcakes oh my gosh and she was like you are real you do love me you gave me cupcakes and she has held on yeah. to that right yeah. and well, the lord, the lord is, he's so sweet he gives us those things he does i mean i remember him like answering my prayer for lip gloss one time you know those just simple things simple things that just move us because he it just is just proof that he loves us so much mm-hmm and is in all of the things. Yes, and he desire he so desires to just 
allow us to be vessels for our kids to do that or allow us to just encourage them to have that childlike faith. Yeah. And also, here's the other thing. For us as moms to look at our children with the eyes to see their childlike faith. Yeah. Right? I think sometimes I'm I'm get put back in my place as a mother mm-hmm. when I see their childlike faith. It's encouraging to me. Yeah. How my daughter's like, she's unwavering. Like God has made me some promises and she just, the girl doesn't move. Huh. Like she's just like, nope, mom, that's how it is. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but she's constantly steady, you know, encouragement mm. of childlike faith where she just believes what God has said and spoken. Yeah. And to just enjoy those joyful moments with the, with our kids as moms. Yeah. You know, and let them speak into us also, because it can be really encouraging. Yeah, it's sweet. Mm-hmm. Saying thank you and please. Please and thank you. Yeah. There's nothing like my kid randomly thanking me for something. It's the sweetest experience. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Teaching that and cultivating that and Yeah telling them remind I need to remember to thank them at times for a job well done that I notice or the way they serve me um or serve each other yeah or serve each other that gratitude is something I think we really need to to cultivate more of and I just love experiencing it when it does happen Mm -hmm. yeah anyway gratitude I think is something huge that is to to live openly with yeah yeah impacted my my motherhood i i I think that's a really good point yeah i remember uh even when they were young i just had an alarm that would go off every day at the most stressful moments um to remind me to be thankful and i would just bring the kids in along with it it's thankful time, guys, and everybody would just really? char- chime in with what they were thankful for in the moment. Yeah. Yeah, and it's been years and years since I've done that, but um, it was it was a really neat practice. And, I mean, for me specifically, and just bringing them into it as I started, you know, really practicing that gratitude. Yeah, I think that's really good. Yeah. Having a thankful heart. Yes. Just cultivating a thankful heart. Yeah. And a thankful atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Mm. I think compassion's been a big one for me lately. Yeah. Trying to exemplify compassion and teach them also how to have compassion for each other. Because... It doesn't come naturally. It does not. It doesn't come naturally. It's a very, very hard thing to have. And... um, Some easier than others, but... But I think it can also get twisted. Like, I know I can get too compassionate and that can get me in trouble. Yeah. Yeah. You know, because then I can over care and not have big enough boundaries. Right. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, uh-huh, I get walked all over sometimes or I walk all over myself because I'm too compassionate. Yeah. And that can be trouble. But really, I think showing them compassion, I really had to slow down and like ask God, how do I love each one of my kids? Mm-hmm. And have compassion for each one of them separate. Yeah. As individuals. Yeah. Because God created them so differently. Yeah. And then showing them compassion and hoping that they'll see that and reflect it. 
onto each other or somebody else. That's been my, the one I've been really working on lately. Mm-hmm. Being deeply compassionate. Yeah, that's good. For where they're at. So, Jocelyn, what what do we want to have for the target this week? What do we want to have for the target this week? Choosing to sh- to give yourself grace, other mothers grace, and your children grace. Mm-hmm. So the actionable step this week would be to, I would say, take a moment to write down something that you appreciate about your children, about how somebody else mothers differently than you, and about something that you have accomplished as a mother. I I like that. Write it down and put it put it somewhere where you can mm, celebrate it. Yeah. I think that's sweet. I think that's really sweet. There's a lot of beautiful things that can come out of that. Really sweet things. I think I think that's really good. I appreciate that one. So, I look forward to doing that myself. Yeah, me too. <laughs> so, do it. Take do a picture. It. Send sure. it our way. What's yeah, what's something that you appreciate out of other moms too? Yeah. Because yeah, that's that can be a really fun reflection in itself. Yeah. Not in a comparison kind of way, but just out of a honoring. Yeah, because I do say I I do things a lot different than other moms mm-hmm. at times. And I, I, I do really appreciate how how I see other mothers mother yes. that's so different than I. Um yeah, and I admire it at times that are like, oh, that's sweet. And it's inspiring, right? Well, and you know what? Last little thing. It's inspiring to see like when we're operating as the body and sisterhood, right? Yeah. How other moms mother. It's like your and your kids are around that. They get this kind of like yeah, little bit of dose. Yes. Right from your sisters. And it's, that's a beautiful thing to share also. Yeah, to to have other moms love mm-hmm. my mm-hmm. kids, mm-hmm. it's really cool. It's really really cool, and vice versa that I get to love other kids. Yeah, I love it. That's one of my favorite things. Yeah, cool. Well, we will see you next week, next Monday, for a whole, whole new, new devoted in the day. <laughs> <laughs> All right, blessings to you guys. Take care. Bye. Trades of Hope, you're not just buying an accessory. You're creating jobs for women overcoming poverty. When a woman leaves poverty, she brings four more people with her. Studies show that where women have fair jobs, whole communities thrive. And you're keeping loved children out of orphanages. Most children in orphanages have loving, living relatives, but were given up due to lack of food and safe shelter. You're also educating girls who used to be overlooked. Educating girls lowers rates of poverty and child marriages. And you're preventing human trafficking while supporting survivors. People are less vulnerable to trafficking if they earn a living wage. Trades of Hope also helps survivors find healing and safe supportive jobs. You can support artisans all around the world and trade in truth by shopping at tradesofhope.com slash question mark equals Christine James. All links mentioned can be found on this episode's webpage.